0: go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Sure, your podcast sounds great now, but what about all those episodes where it wasn't perfect? What about the advice you gave before your opinions changed? Do you worry about those unenlightened jokes you told for shock value? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Tara. Podcasters, at least those of us who release content in an episodic form, we treat our past episodes like they're water under the bridge. Like they were heard once and never to be heard from again. Move on, things are fine. And for the large part of the world that that is true, episodic content, that's content which changes with each episode where there's no need to back up, typically isn't listened to from start to finish. It's typically listened to by someone taking a look and then maybe they'll go back two or three episodes. But, you know, it's not that it's not regular that people will go back and download the entire content. Or is it? because I've seen that spike of activity happen, not just for my show, but for the shows that I produce on behalf of clients all around the world. Occasionally, we'll see spikes where someone will go through and download the entire episode. Or a show like mine, which presents itself as something helpful, you might want to go back and especially a short Bursts of content like I have, it might be worthwhile. In fact, I heard from someone last week. We were at a podcasting event. He's a brand new podcaster and found out about my show and sent me a note over the weekend that said while he didn't go back and download from beginning, he did go down, back three months and downloaded all of the content. So that's what, oh, 60 shows? And so that's great. We love all of that stuff. But as I said in the beginning, what if the stuff that you said before isn't really perfect? Now, I don't mean, well, maybe I do mean perfect from an audio quality. I think people are kind of understanding in that they know the person who is choosing to download old episodes should understand that the further back in the catalog they go, it's likely, and if not likely, then understandable That quality may suffer, you know, just as things go back. That makes a lot of sense. So I don't worry too much about that. Now, obviously, if the audio was really, really terrible, I'd wonder if that's going to damage the brand because, well, I'll get to that in just a moment. I think the bigger concern I have for people who choose to go back and listen to everything is twofold. One, what if my opinions aren't the same for you? Whatever your podcast is about in an episodic form, what if the things you said back in 2007 aren't current any longer? Are you giving bad advice? It was good advice at the time, but today it's not. I worry about that. The second thing I worry about and probably worry about more is... um unwoke commentary that might have been said, let's say. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way whatsoever. Look, when I started podcasting back in 2004, um, more than a little bit of the content I made was for shock value. To get a rise out of my co-hosts and guests. Not really a rise, but to get laughter more than anything. And, you know, I'm, I don't know that I'm that great of a comedian. You know, Some of the jokes I made were pretty cheap shots. I'm embarrassed by a lot of that stuff. How about you? It's true. It's history. It's there. You know, I'm not trying to shy away from it, but, you know, is this something I want to have out there? I mean, I have the control. You have the control. It's your content, as long as you are still beholden to that. I'm fortunate because a lot of the content, a lot of the podcasts I made back in the early days are no longer available. I have 19 different podcasts I've been a host of. (laughs) I'm not kidding by that number. Only four or five, depending on how you count, of those are live today. And so of the 15-ish or so that are no longer available, a lot of them are dead. A lot of the files have been removed. So that's good news. But the other ones, I do wonder about it. Now, the reason this is kind of important for all of us podcasters to think about is I am in the process right now of fixing some poor decisions I made when I started this show. Basically, I'm I'm repopulating everything and making it available under one single platform as opposed to splitting it up amongst many. It was dumb of me. Don't, don't do, do what I say, not what I do. So I'm facing my own demons and I'm fixing that. And as I'm going through, basically, copying and pasting old content from one spot to another, I'm seeing some things that... I'm not sure it should be out there anymore. Now, now, luckily nothing has been completely and totally wrong. And in context, it's fine, but I am seeing a few episodes of this show that I wonder if they're if it, see, here's more of my struggling. What, what, what do I do with him? Do I stay complete? Like, let's say that episode 117, I have no idea what episode 117 was. If I, if episode 117 was just flat out wrong, Maybe it was right at the time, but now it's simply do not do this. But, of course, I don't give a date. I don't give any any commentary. And I am working really hard to make sure that these, these episodes of mine are more discoverable via search engines. It's one of the reasons I'm making this big change. I can't leave it up to the search engine to say whether or not that information is good or bad. That's just how good I am at doing SEO, really, how well it matches someone's search, really. So if that advice is wrong... Now, as the recording of this in 2020, should I remove the episode? And that means I'd have episode 116 and then 118. What happened to 117? Should I go back and re record episode 117, fixing the things that I said previously? But that's a slippery slope. This show's only been being produced since, well, I have 267 episodes right now. So, that's, that seems like a lot, but I have friends of mine who have 700, 1100 episodes. Should they go back? Who's responsible for that? Some responsibility has to be on the listener to take a look and see what the publishing date was. But that's not easy to see in your podcast listening apps. A lot of websites don't display prominently the date because we don't, you know, for whatever reason. It's a pondering I don't know the right answer to this question. I want you to think about it. I think everybody has to come up with their own right answer. Now, so far in my process, I haven't seen anything that is so terrible, I have to get rid of it. I've seen a few things that are making me wonder what to do. What are you going to do? What's your plan with all this? Maybe you should have this conversation with another podcaster. or find out what their plan is. I think these things are best when we discuss them together. I'm bringing them to you, so I'd love to hear what you think about it. But I also want you to talk with other podcasters you interface with at the next meetup or, you know, the next online chat that you have with someone. Who knows? Or the next time you go to Facebook and check out a commentary, ask them, how are they dealing with the skeletons in their podcasting closet? And of course, when they say what brought this to your mind, you can tell them it was from an episode of Podcast Pontifications and you get them to listen. Yes, this is me asking you to tell someone to listen to this particular program. Because I think it would be helpful for other working podcasters, don't you? I mean, that's why you listen. I appreciate that. Now, if you want to tell me what you're doing or give some ideas and thoughts, email me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Reaches me. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers!